Hey everybody, welcome to Murder Moose. Murder, Murder Moose! Moose! I'm Rod, and with me is this sexy one-handed motherfucker named Josh. Hey, you can call me Gimpy McGee if you like, but I figured out how to give myself a stranger, so we're all good. <laughs> I mean, giving yourself a stranger is important because just because you broke your primary hand doesn't mean you don't need to climax. Climaxing on a regular basis is good for your health and it's also good for your prostate. So we want to keep your prostate healthy, Josh. Says Hot Rod over here. Hot Rod! Oh, it's Hot Rod. Um, I, man, I, I think that movie with Andy Samberg is highly underrated. It's the best. It's I love that the movie. Best. I, I was like, this a, movie's going to be so I, stupid, and it was, but I, I loved every second of it. So my sister and her kids, they just put uh, a projector down in their basement, and like they have this rumpus room that they've converted now into like a dope fucking like theater room with like the full on like stand up popcorn machine in the corner and stuff that does it like a movie theater. Yeah. It smells yeah. so good. But they're also uh sixteen and thirteen and uh -huh. they haven't seen everything. So like they I'll go over and have like a movie night with them and they're like, Josh, what are we watching? And I'm like, I get to show them all of my favorite movies and then watch it through their eyes and see yeah. because they haven't seen it before it's so cool to have like an opportunity to like show someone like like you said uh i think it was last week like when when you when you hear someone hasn't seen something you're not pissed at them that they haven't seen it you should be excited that they get to see yeah. it for the first time and like start wondering like that and i get to do that all the time now we just did that with hot rod not too long ago and it it's so dumb, but it's so perfect. Yeah. It's such a perfect it's, movie. You have to be in the perfect like kind of like idea when you go to a movie like that. You have to have a, a perfect idea in your head of like, okay, this is probably going to be stupid, like, but it embraces stupid. And when something embraces stupid, you get murder moose or you get hot rod or whatever. You get whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like that. But we are murder moose and we are part of the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Schlick, schlick. That's the new one. So Wait, no. Uh, Slash and cast. That, it's in the game. <laughs> I, so you, the other one sounded like you were like, you were turning Wolverine. into Wolverine. Yeah, schnickty, yeah. schnickty. Uh, uh, schnickty, schnickty. It just it reminds me of- uh, Jane Silent Bob. Of, uh, yeah, Mallrats. Yep. And like how that- If you've never seen Mallrats, like all of Mallrats is basically, there's like a, like the main like thing about getting your girlfriend back or whatever. But then like the secondary thing is like, what does Mr. Fantastic's penis look like kind of things that, like for the rest of the film? It's I just, just like... love that Stan Lee makes a cameo in it. And if you don't like I, this is before Marvel was huge, like yeah. in the movies yep. and stuff. And yep. like you had to be a fan of actual comics and to know who he was essentially back then, because he was just yep. like, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll be in your movie. And like it's one of the best cameos he's ever done. And he gives such yep. good advice. And. Our rip yeah. rip stanley like he's one of the he's seriously one of the best of us 
It's a schooner, not a boat. A schooner <laughs> is a boat, you moron. Whatever the fuck that is. Is that it's the fat guy from Boy Meets World, like the the he's ripped the bullies, now, like friend. Yeah, like really he was ripped. In a lot, yeah, he got like he's one of those guys that like I don't know, man. Like Jonah Hill, you you'll see him one week and he's like yeah. four hundred pounds, and then next week he looks like he's like 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 been stranded but on a desert island for you know, three months we, we and don't then... get it like you know oprah did the same thing she would like hawk uh, a weight loss thing and get but also you know i don't know we don't struggle so we don't know the struggle right so no no we don't i was just saying it's like it's interesting when you see those actors that like do that stuff it's it's like the mac on uh it's always sunny and that motherfucker will just like he doesn't even tell him he's like he does it he as a joke season. <laughs> yeah he comes back and he's like ripped and then like the next season he comes back fat and then he comes back he's like normal and it's just like man and that motherfucker the last two or three seasons has been just fucking ripped the entire time and yeah. it's just like as, as soon as he, like his character admits he's gay he's just like i'm gonna be ripped the entire time now and it's just like <laughs> it's so good man that, that show, show is, is uh it's the last thing i think in the cancel culture that we are now a, a part of that yeah. is able to thread the needle and still get away with whatever th- they want essentially that is yeah i, I don't yeah. honestly know any other property or like show or like, anything like definitely not stand-up comedians like they no. will get canceled instantly. I don't understand how this show is the only thing that can still just say and do whatever the fuck they want and get away with it. It's- that and South Park. South Park still gets away with whatever the fuck they want. The only thing South Park's ever gotten in trouble for was the whole Muhammad thing. And like the whole like when they were gonna do they did that multi part episode where they're gonna draw Muhammad and then they're like like people were complaining and shit because it was like being like promised it was going to happen and then like they didn't draw Muhammad and it was just a whole <laughs> thing because I, it's like part of the like Quran you're not allowed to draw Muhammad um really? so like they got in tr- yeah and so they got in trouble for that and uh because I think they were getting like death threats and shit from like extremist uh, kind of people and yeah so that show can still do I mean dude they were doing shit like they had the uh I talk about it sometimes, but they they had the episode a couple years ago where it was uh, the like Olympics, and then it was like a character that looked like Macho Man, Randy <laughs> Savage, but was then a woman, and oh, like was like trans, crap. was becoming transitioning to be a woman, and so it was a trans woman, and uh, she was competing and all these things and just destroying everything because she still looked like Macho Man, Randy Savage, and you're like, whole like you sit there and you watch some of this shit and you're like, how does anyone get like I'm like, how do they get away with this? This is shit that like even when they did that, I'm like, how? Like it's yeah. it, it's funny it because they're not they. It's funny because it fun is of, insensitive without giving a yeah. shit, and mm-hmm. but that's what they're going they, for. Yeah, I mean, and they've proven over the years they they don't discriminate. They make fun of yeah. everyone. Yeah, and so I think that helps too. Like it's like. Well, if you're gonna just shotgun insults into the like the, the universe and the fucking like the great beyond, you, you, you kind of get more credit than like you're just gonna come in and make specifically like attack one group of people, right? 
And so, yeah, and it's always Sonny's like that too. I, I still remember the episode where they woke up and they were all black. And it was that, I was like, how did they get away with this? How did they get away with it? And it's just, it is, but it's just funny, man. And it's, I, I, I think that one of the things that about that show, I think that will be a big thing in a, in a little while, whenever Danny DeVito leaves this earth, cause he's in his late seventies, man. And he just keeps getting smaller. Uh, you go, <laughs> man, this motherfucker just went all in on the joke of like whatever he wants. And like the, like, you know, just being the horrible, hor- horrible Frank character that he is on that show. And it's, but the it's also him in character it. for him though, because it, it opens yeah. him up to, do anything and yeah it's so him I, though yeah him and charlie on that show is still makes me just like it's they have the the cutest most like fucked up relationship of all time because i was just finished up the last season where they went to ireland and and like i haven't watched it yet he, i only started it the, the last half of the season's in ireland and a lot of fucked up shit happens and it's oh, like okay. <laughs> It's it addresses COVID. It addresses a lot, and the, it's I just, it's the first it's, episode is hilarious. What have you guys done during COVID break? And it's just like, wait a second, yeah. you were involved with everything. <laughs> what the fuck? They 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 made Juliana's hair dye run. They made uh they they provided the QAnon sh- uh, shaman his his Headdress, outfit, all yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like holy shit. It was yeah, it was a lot. It was a perfect way to start it off. It's like, hey, wait, you guys went on break. Yeah. What have you been up to? Just like, oh, anything yeah. that went bad? Yeah, that was us. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes perfect sense because, man, it, it's funny, and I still think about it to this day, how how Dennis almost was, was Star-Lord and what would have happened if oh he would have been Star-Lord. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't know. He's it's too much of a villain, his face. Like, he plays yeah. that, like, really weirdly creepy face and just so perfectly with like out yeah. any dude yeah they need to make a horror movie like creep but with dennis where he's just like <laughs> serial killing the whole time and like as the character that would be fucking amazing and then like it's like in between seasons or something and they never acknowledge it's like kind of like american psycho but with dennis <laughs> like <laughs> yes i'm so tell in. me that tell me that wouldn't be fucking amazing it would be like the best fucking like indie kind of thing ever. And that show also doesn't spend any fucking money too. So that's another thing that's like kind of amazing about it. Right. So let's pitch it. Let's pitch it. We're going to, we're going to pitch it and be like, Dennis, we need you to do this and just do make it American psycho and then just kill a bunch of people, get away with it. and, And then just do the next season. It's fine. They just, they could do four character movies, like where they all have their own movie in between seasons, where they all just, like, you only follow one of them for like two hours, 90 minutes. So we're going to go back to the murder moose 90 minutes, but yeah. Is that how? Oh, yeah. Well, we've, we've usually been 90 minutes. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the, the goal of what selection we need to watch. It would, it would fit into the show, and it would be like, we, we pitched this idea. And so. Yep. It has to be no, our episodes have to be longer than the movies that we watch or else. <laughs> that only happens with that happened with Jerry uh yeah. with the the Texas episode last That's cuz you both took Man. pee breaks. Yeah, because we're old men and we <laughs> like our our we went back over this earlier, Josh. Prostate health is important and you have to keep it you, you Is know, that why you hit eat that. so much butt? I mean, 
I eat butt because I like it, Josh. That's <laughs> it's very different. That's that's a different thing. That's re- that's giving instead of receiving, and it's like Santa Claus. You want to give. Receiving's cool too, but giving is always important, Josh. <laughs> giving, you, giving, especially in the world that we live in, where we're on the brink of World War Three. We want to give, Josh. We want to give and make the world a better place. Fair because enough. Because the world needs it. So eating ass makes the world a better place. Fuck. You can quote him on it. He's been quoted talking about eating ass before, uh, so. I mean, it's part of my whole fucking channel on Twitch is me eating ass. So here we are. Here we are, Josh. And it's a thing. It's alive <laughs> and it's a thing. Fuck. Okay, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> What I, is this? We, Wait, we, what? We, what is this show again? What? Uh, what are we? What are we? I, we're two ADHD motherfuckers who talk about lots of weird shit. That's what we do. Eh. That is what we do, Josh. So, hey, what um, have you been up to lately, man? Working and playing Elden Ring way too much, and dying and screaming at the game like a lunatic, and um, working. Working, I work second shift this week, which is why we're recording on a Sunday again. We usually record Tuesday night, but I'm working second shift all week, so can't record I've second been, shift. I mean, I, I've been asking night, so. everyone uh, lately because, like, I normally would spend my nights, you know, either on Twitch, uh, hanging out with some of my friends or something like that, or gaming. Gaming has kind of lost all fun for me for some reason lately i just you know obviously with the broken wrist it makes it a little harder to the cast on yeah but uh yeah. i don't know i've been watching a lot more series and i've been asking everyone like what series have you been watching and what should i watch next because i just binged uh yellow jackets which was actually really fucking good i've heard but i've not seen it i've just heard of the show and uh vague things about it but not much there well done um it jumps I, around, I, lot, but yeah, it's good. Jump around, jump around. I, uh, I obviously I caught up with. Uh, it's always sunny. I think that was the last show I caught up with. Uh, obviously, Peacemaker is the best show of yeah, all time. Hundred percent. Um, what else? Uh, what made me laugh so much? I saw. I found the out outtakes of uh, Peacemaker, and he goes, he makes it goes off a thing about how he's an ass hat and how he came here and how he came here and his uh. His great grandfather was named Ezekiel, the asshat the third, and it made me laugh real hard because one of my favorite streamers and my buddy in real life is named Ezekiel the third. So it was like that's his Twitch thing, and so like the the, the thing made me giggle real ha- uh, like loud because it was like John Cena just out fucking yeah. I, I gave it to a, I gave it to his uh his uh like lead uh community lead kind of guy and sent it to him and he just laughed at it i don't know if he did anything with it make it a sub um, like message oh i guess that would be like his his sub messages all like because they're called berserkers or his community and uh they're all like like barbarian kind of sounding things but that like all the donations are uh weird random things like him saying uh my dick's all shitty <laughs> my dick's all shitty from your asshole my dick's all shitty oh my. <laughs> my dick's all shitty from your asshole instead of we built the city but we we talked about butts a lot today huh no uh, i think it's the o- other way around they they covered that and it was yeah i think so <laughs> Yeah, I think so. That was the original song. Yeah. The hot hotness of the original. Um 
But yeah, so I haven't watched anything completely new. There's like a lot of things that a that a show on Netflix that starts with an A, that the something eighty one or eighty two, whatever it is called, I've heard is good. Um, I don't know, but I haven't watched that e- either. Um, and I did start watching um, uh that zombie Korean one. We were all or you're all dead. Is that what it is? I watched the first oh, the, episode, and it's how was that? I I think it honestly like it's really well done. Got it. Got to say, like I I like the premise. I like I love actually running zombies. I ne- like they're just so much more vicious. Um, yeah. But it's really shown me that The Walking Dead honestly has killed my love for zombies. I was just like. This is really good. I'm not going to finish this show because I just don't yeah. give a shit about zombies anymore. Fuck, yeah. I have them tat Like, I was the first of anyone I know to be, like, genuinely obsessed at a very early age with zombies. I was yeah. always in... Um, it, it wasn't this huge thing that it used to... That it is now. There was no show that has, like, 18 spinoffs and like it, it's just it's too much. I'm I have zombie yeah. fatigue, and I never thought I would say that. I I need a break from all the zombiness yeah. because it's too fucking much. And Greg Nicotero came out and was like, "I'm just gonna make the best zombies, and you can watch them every week." And it's just like it's too much. Too much of a good thing is still yeah. too much. And I well, I mean, it it came after the whole like the two the 2000s were like zombie films from like the early early 2000s all the way to like the mid you know like the end of the 2000s into like the 2000 early 2010s was like zombie films everywhere i mean you went from Shaun of the dead all the way to oh, so good. all the stuff that came through with that and you're just going the, there were like eight different spin-off romero zombie movies in that time frame and every single like independent horror film was a zombie film for like eight dude they even did that the lost footage zombie one yeah, the, the diary so of the dead was real bad and it like and forgot it like, that yeah. it was a found footage movie halfway through and started doing like stuff yeah. that wouldn't be on a found footage it's like wait a second yeah. how was hey. that shot fucking taken what the shit is going on how- it's that's what that uh, I have never watched it, but the new uh, the new uh, paranormal activity was supposed to be like that. I'm like, you guys are what the fuck are you doing? Like you're you're taking what paranormal activity is and just shitting all over it for what reason? Like, I don't know. Those movies have not been good for a very long time. So it doesn't surprise me. But yeah, they just overdid it, man. Like the whole like zombies are just like. I, I find them interesting when you do use them in interesting situations. Like Train to Busan is still a masterpiece. Yes. Um, and I, I can't believe they're making an American version of it. And I, w- I will never watch it because Which that actually like, makes me angry. Let the right one in was fucking amazing. Then let me in. Yeah. It's just like, no, what, why? But why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only thing better in that film was the pool scene is the, the, the consensus. And I kind of like, I don't know if I agree, but... Man, I just I, if that's all you have f- going for you, it's just like uh, I keep hearing it, it come up on like um, like these music mixes that I do. If you're gonna cover a song and you're going to release it too, try yeah. and like add some flair or something to it, and not take away from the original. Like it, it's yeah. it's like Goldfinger, ninety nine red balloons, is like yeah. better than the original. It doesn't happen very often that you do a cover and it ends up better than the original, but Goldfinger found yeah. a way to do it. 
I keep hearing a, a Johnny Johnny Cash Hurt is still the like the the number one example of a cover that's yes. better than the original to the point like Trent Reznor was like this is yours <laughs> that's like <laughs> how like how do you go okay this is it it just if you don't uh. If you don't do something, it's like before everyone realized Manson was a complete piece of shit. Like his covers, I always loved his covers because he had that weird mind of how he shifts stuff around. Yeah. Um, but it's there too often when you do a cover and it's just the exact song, like with no like difference. You're like, why? I mean, we have the original. There's no like, there's no point. I I often find that like I th- I feel like the bands like that should be doing if they're doing covers, do them live. Just don't record them. You don't need to record them. Like something you do live does not mean you have to record it and put it out, right? Um, I keep hearing but... a, a cover of Chop Suey by August Burns Red, and I I think like oh it's August Burns Red. There's gonna be like wicked drums, and there's yeah. some cool drum parts, but like the beginning of Chop Suey is so iconic with the Tom selection yep. he does to change it and make it worse is like, what are you doing? Like, it's yeah. still similar enough. Like I do drum covers every week yeah. and I yeah. like to just have fun with it. I'm not there to fucking, yeah. I don't know. I, so yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm going to have a, a particular way of thinking about covers for sure. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, man. I mean, it's covers are an interesting thing. It's just like remakes. It's just, if you're doing something and you don't do something and make it different in some like you know, it, but it's it's usually a loose loose situation no matter what. Unless right? like because I'm well, I'm look randomly on IMDb. I went down the IMDb rabbit hole. I'm stumbled upon Jane Levy, and it just reminded me of an amazing. I would call it cover. No, it's not a cover. Remake of Evil Dead that she was in is fucking fantastic, and like that doesn't yeah. happen very often. But I, I think yeah. in in the world of movies, remakes, which I actually just watched the remake of Steven Spielberg doing uh, what what's that movie that he just did? The West Side Story. Meh, mm-hmm. meh, to be honest. Just, I, don't, I, I love yeah. musicals, by the way. Just uh, putting it out yeah. there. I do love musicals. It was meh. It, it, the yeah. lighting was I, too much. It's always too much in his movies, but it was distractingly too much in this one. I really, I want to watch the Serione or whatever, the one with Peter Dinklage because where it's like like medieval ages stuff and like he's in love with some lady. But the reason I want to watch it is because the fucking song just slaps. It's like catchy as shit in the trailer. Nice. And I'm like, I, I go to the theater and see trailers and I'm like, man, my my boy Peter Dinklage. Also, Peter Dinklage is a fucking pimp because he's going in there and shitting all over Disney because yeah. Disney's like doing a seven uh a Snow White and Seven Doors remake. And he's like, bitch, you're like doing this like progressive, like making Cinderella or Snow White like like Hispanic white. actress. Yeah. yeah, not white actress. And you're still doing a movie about seven little people. And he's like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it's like it's it's so right because it's like you you so rarely see these like 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 little people in these these roles and it's just like oh what what does this what does this character bring to the film besides it being a little person right and we just watched Nightmare Alley and Nightmare Alley has the 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 guy and it kind of fits in that film but it it's still it's just like a little person in the circus right yeah and he's very right man and that man I think has done a lot more than most 
like you know little people doing like just regular characters right and he's done a lot of stuff like he was from the bad guy in age or the was it the the second rebooted x-men movie he was like the 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 shitty senator bad guy in that and he was really good that guy is just always good man Peter Dinklage is the fucking shit, and I love him. And because uh, he's not afraid to be like, "No, fuck you." This is like I understand, but I also yeah. know that I'm fucking amazing as well. And just yeah. watch me instead. And it's just yep. like he's uh, he's not allowing anyone to fucking hold him back, regardless. And it's fucking great yep. to see because he he is better than so many other actors out there. He gets it, yep. and he. Yeah. yeah, he's just, he is the fucking man. Yep, this is true. Okay, Josh, we t- we are going to talk about a movie that you, I, I think you just randomly like, well, stumbled upon. I, I was playing the, the game that I play every week. Um, we, we do a movie, <laughs> and then I go on IMDb, and then in while we're doing it, I'll be clicking through and seeing the director and, like, refreshing my memory. If I don't know who they are see what else they've done and go, oh, wait, what the fuck? They he, they were a part of that as well. So last week we did uh, Texas Chainsaw and I saw the director of that movie was the cinematographer for this movie. And I was like, hey, he, he helped do this movie. I've never seen it. And it also yeah. uh, stars some bigger names. Jacob uh, Batalon from uh, Spider-Man fame is in it. And um, Tate donovan from oc anyone from the oc like anything to do with the oc i just i always love seeing what people have gone on because i that was like one of those shows that came out when i was like in high school or something and it was like it was so stupid but i loved it and i've never seen i've never seen an episode of the oc i i loved, so i was like <laughs> i loved it. the only person i i knew in this film was ned from the spider-man films and this was ned before he like this was Ned at his heaviest. He was a heavier boy back at the, at this film because this this came out the year after the first Spider Man movie reboot movie. Um, I'm, he was like, oh really? Yeah, I think yeah, but so, Zachary Levi's in it as well. Shazam himself and she, he, <laughs> I love. He's the- in it for like. He's in it for like they were like okay you get half a day with Zachary Levi okay here he is and then he came in and did like one scene they they had the trailer they had them like. They were advertising yeah, but him he's in the thing. Fucking and- Flynn Rider, man. And that's such a good good scene because Flynn yeah. Rider, like if you don't know Tangled, like my uh I don't know, like Flynn Rider is such a good character and the, I've never the, seen the, Tangled. Well, you don't have kids like I do. I've seen Tangled so many times. And yeah. Flynn Rider is hilarious and I get it. That whole scene with her, like I, I know like actual adults that are like oh my god flynn rider and it's it was it's hilarious because it's i've he, seen that he will always be chuck he will always chuck be was chuck a great show that, yeah have you seen shazam though yeah shazam's great i love shazam I, um, I feel like shazam is a very underrated film he was in i think Thor? Yeah, I think that film was wonderful. I mean, it, the problem with that film is, as so many other superhero films like like that, is that like the villain stuff wasn't as good. And even though they had Mark Strong doing it in that one, but like, I I still like that film a lot. I mean, he's good in it, and those suits look fucking dope. So I'm looking forward to Black Adam and everything like that. But Josh, yes, we are talking about 
Bloodfest from 2018. And you want to read the synopsis? Synopsis. Fans flock to a festival celebrating the most iconic horror movies, only to discover that the charismatic showman behind the event has a diabolical agenda. So I have to start off and say two things about this film. One, this is a B-movie in every spirit of the word of a B-movie. Yep. One. And two, I still enjoyed it. Like It's because of the, the comedy. Like there's, yeah. It's not actually that funny, but they, they no. say it's a comedy horror to get away with how B the script actually the act- is. And the, the acting. script and so, the acting is yeah. like... His his sister, whenever she she's not in it very long, but she was fucking terrible. The uh the father was real bad. The OC guy that you're talking about, he yeah. wasn't very good when he was in it. And a lot of the like other actors were like the cliche dickheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but it it seemed to embrace what it was with that and uh, did a lot. I. I laughed so hard at the end of the film because they do all, they recreate all these monster movie things in like, in quote unquote real life. And most yeah. of them you're like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know how you're controlling zombies with video game consoles or whatever the fuck they were doing. The one that I used to go, okay, you, explain this to, to me was the, the bracelets at the end and them turning into like possessed demon things. Where are they splitting, spitting black shit up from? Where is it coming from? What turned to black? Why are they like, that was the one thing I was like, oh my God, everything else in this film, I'm just like, is goofy and enjoyed it. I'm like, oh man, that, and I really like the line in this film, uh, talking about how, like, he's like, where did he get all these people? And then he's like describing how we find all these people and all these healthcare patients to, to make crazy killers. And then he goes, the clowns we found on Craigslist. <laughs> it's a good line for yeah. sure. The I'm thing like, I got to say, the thing that this movie definitely had going for it, the whole art department, the art direction of this movie, every yeah. single poster, every single uh, motion, like uh graphic temp, you know, thing they yeah. had to like, explain in between was fucking top notch it all looked uh punk rock like stuff you'd see for like show posters or like really well done uh posters for shitty movies like we've seen but this spread it throughout and actually had like really good fucking i'm a graphic designer so like to see good graphic design spread throughout a movie it helped tell the story and uh glue the whole thing together as well yeah Really good. The cinematographer, the director of the new Texas Chainsaw, the cinematography and lighting, he would have had something to do with that as well. All yeah. really fucking well done. I think that's what yeah, made this the- movie rise above the shitty uh, B qualities that it had because it looked really good and it had that like, um, it felt like a, a, a teen movie, like a teen comedy, yeah. but also yeah. really embraced... No, everyone's fucking dying, and there were some good gags, some cheap-looking gags, yeah. but still, I feel like all the... It, it was ambitious, but it brought it all together yeah. and did a, a fucking pretty good job with yeah. what it ended up being. Like, really fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, they did a lot with what they had, and like they... And they you talk about the, the park, the, the Bloodfest place. It looks a lot like 
universal with like Halloween Horror Nights and shit like that. Yeah. Like, but they make it way a big, way bigger scale, right? They make it this like. Also, the fucking music in this movie slapped, man. Yeah, dude. They did like they had this like EDM track that like tracks that they were just fucking like. Especially to embrace that like party atmosphere yeah, kind of totally. thing, they they did a a very good job of that, and uh, I was impressed with that. Um, the uh, but like even the, the merch whole... in there too, like they made it feel like this was a real event yeah. that could pe- yeah. potentially like have existed. All the logos yeah. and like T-shirts and everything, like it, they didn't. I, I felt like they spent a good chunk of their budget on making it feel as real as a thing yeah. as possible. I think the only thing in the whole movie that like really kind of looked terrible, like was the very end in the tower. Yes, for sure. The tower the, that the, the, that the was green like screen oh, window. Oh, shit. guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like I was like everything else kind of looked like we were in this world, and I'm like, this this is the thing that like, and I understand, but like, why don't you put the window in there then? Just like it's, <laughs> it just seemed like they did something they didn't totally. need to. Yeah. Like they stretched their. Uh, they stretched what they were capable of doing a little too much at that point, but yeah, I, I, I it really feels like a love letter to horror in general too. Like, and and also like what the kind of a big fuck you to all the bullshit that gets said about horror, right? Like horror causes violence and all this shit, and it's just like. I think that's you part said of the Marilyn Manson. Why. That that was the thing back in the nineties. Like, if anything yeah. bad happened, that was like a scapegoat for like. Oh no! But I listened to Marilyn Manson, and he made me do it. It's like that. This yeah. is like yeah, that for horror movies. It was like the violent video games caused you yes. to do it. Is the same kind of bullshit. It's it's the what what's the cause of your actions? You're the cause of your actions, motherfucker. Not the fucking uh, not anyone else or whatnot. And yeah, they uh. They, I, I do generally like the the main like three actors, and then it was really, um, including Ned from Spider Man, whose name is Krill in this movie, <laughs> which is a weird movie. I liked him though, and a lot. And Robbie, uh, Robbie K plays the main character Dax, and that kid, man, I don't. He's not trying to be a dick. That kid's got some ears on him. He's got like he's got some real big ears. I'm like, it's like I was like, damn, I need to stop staring at the side of this kid's <laughs> head because he's got big ears. But I liked um, him. I felt like you know he's got an innocent enough face for a perfect uh, depiction of like pretty much a typecast for this type of character, right? Like he's yeah. Even as like a a scene where he breaks down, and he's crying. That he's just he's gone through all of this shit with the killer clowns and zombies and murderers and chainsaw people and then his dad comes and he's like oh i can't my dad's here and it's like he's a little pussy and (laughs) it's perfect though like and the uh the whole synopsis i mean there's not much to talk about with like plot wise this movie is really these 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 kids go to this festival that's to celebrate horror and it turns out that the guy running the festival wants to kill everyone and And make a movie about it though yeah, which is he makes it's fun. Uh, it's cute. Yeah, well, it's like the whole thing. I think that makes me laugh the whole time. All the fuckers working on the film, and they just keep going, "Hey, um, you're not gonna kill us." <laughs> it's like the reoccurring, like, like they're the only ones that are like they're gonna, they're not gonna get killed. They're they're not, you know, they're helping. Yeah, you're you're kind of fucked. You're all kind of fucked. But right? I like that it it becomes uh oh no now we have to escape and you see the map and. It becomes like 
a perfect vessel for just uh, like we got to get out of this situation and because yeah. we already know there's at it, it felt like a video game there's seven different levels yeah, that we have to yeah. to get through to get to the end yeah. of this movie and it definitely felt like a video game where it's like oh we got to go through this level to get to this level and then once we're done that level that opens up to the clowns level but then the like mashup of clowns and zombies was cool and fun and i don't know like yeah. it, it, this movie it's uh it's it's popcorn it's popcorn horror yeah. perfectly popcorn horror there is some funny parts very b but super fucking fun like definitely one yeah. to to just I, I stumbled upon it i don't know how like i think in 2018 i might have seen something about this but it just went under yeah. my radar for some fucking reason uh the yeah. fact that it came back i instantly knew that i was gonna watch it regardless of us doing it and that's why i brought it up i was yeah. like this this is now on my radar i would love to you know I don't know. It's it's easy when you see a movie, you do the IMDb game, you see that someone was attached. It's it's really weird how many times I've seen this though doing that IMDb game during shows that so many of the movies that we've seen lately they're somehow attached to um what the fuck is that movie called? The the VHS. Like yeah. Like so many different people are have gotten their starts now in the horror world because of VHS and the subsequent like sequels of VHS. It's just, yeah. it, I I love those movies because it's a vessel now for some of the best movies I've seen in the last like decade are all due to people willing to DIY the fuck out of it and make it onto yeah. VHS. Like those are great films. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but like the the I think that the the guy who did the raid was like did VHS one right and or two, and like his scene was one of the best in that film. And you're just seeing these directors who are all over the place and just love cinema, right? They yep. like love doing anything, right? Um, because I think there's like there's so many people like who don't take horror seriously. Like there's like the the main character, or not the main character, but that they have their own like Jason Voorhees in this world and it, it or Michael Myers is really kind of what it is called the Arborist and the Arborist runs around and like they it was it's funny how much depth they put into the character in this film including the actor who played him and like I love how he's like yeah I don't really read the scripts or whatever yeah. and like it's like the whole thing while he's around is like he uh he doesn't want to do like it's time to tr you're you're gonna get trimmed or whatever the fuck his like quote tagline yeah yeah um and that that guy was entertaining although he was like that guy was like very weaselly which was he was supposed to be and like this actor who had gotten kind of fucked over by the industry because he decided that showing his face in this this Ar Arbor Day movie was a good idea um I but they have this whole mythos yeah go on sorry. No, go ahead. You're good. No, no, no. no. Go, keep going. Keep going. I, I just, I, 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 I was gonna say like they, <laughs> they have this whole arbor, uh, the arborist universe that they've like gone into, and they, it kind of reminds me a lot of Scream once again. Like where they're like, they're talking. Scream is so relevant now because the new Scream because they're they're talking about all the sequels and all the rules and the, the Arbor Day right. movies, and then like yep. he talks about it, he's like. Oh, and Arbor Day Five, they just they don't really acknowledge that one and, and they 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 kind of drop the ball on that one. And it's like, yeah, that it <laughs> it it's like how Friday the Friday the thirteenth fans talk about 
like Friday uh, Five, you know, the uh, stuff like that, or even like Jason Goes to Hell, like the films that are a little weird, or or you look at uh, you know, Halloween Three, which is not like as close, like you know. Like it's not beloved by the same people who loved the Michael Myers films, right? Uh, so, yeah, they do a lot of that, and it's funny to see them talking about that. And it's kind of like the the scream joke we were talking about, like with the uh, how Stab Eight was like a guy with a uh, like a chrome mask, like yeah. killing people with a flamethrower instead of like whatever his his knife that like the whole well, the legacy of the, the character. That's why I love horror and like. Uh, one of my favorite films that the whole movie is about the rules of horror is Trick or Treat. And I thought the kid from the beginning of this movie was the kid from Trick or Treat. And I even looked it up. I was like, oh, that's like he's got the same smile. I'm talking about the the kid who's like, dad, you got to help me with the eyes. Uh, And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I put a side by side of them on IMDb. I was like, how the fuck is this not the same kid? And it's not. (laughs) It's not the same kid. But it. He totally looks like the same kid, and he's in a shit ton of uh, horror movies as well. But weirdly, not the same kid. But Trick or Treat, like, is is the number one movie for me. Like, I watch it every Halloween, except for with yeah. with the exception of this Halloween. Um, it the rules. It's all talked about, and that's that's Sam's yeah. like reason for killing people is like you didn't follow the rules, and like that's yep. that's a a fun trope especially to do in a comedy movie to be like well no like or or i've always loved characters in movies that love filmmaking and this kid and like i think that's why i related to him so much because it's like we look at movies very differently i make some short films every once in a while so i like i i have a very deep love for the craft of actual filmmaking but like horror movies in general and looking at those tropes as something that you can use to your advantage as a character in a movie is yeah. always fun for me it's randy he's very randy yes. from scream one and two and, or uh, that's what's her name or um from the new one cabin in the woods too where they they know yeah. more yeah right man i will always not love cabin in the woods i mean i always I will always love Cabin in the Woods. I was trying to say that weird, and I think I just put too many negatives in the sentence, and here we are. <laughs> um, that movie is so like I I still can't believe like the the studio saw that film and like ah we're good and right? just held on to it until like it's, Thor became it's like perfect. Yeah, it's so much fun, man. The film is so much fun. I don't get anyone who doesn't like if you like horror and you don't like Cabin in the Woods. I would really like to talk to you. <laughs> Because I don't get it. I think it's it because it doesn't have a Hollywood ending, and that's what I love even more about it. It's just like, no, you're yeah. fucked regardless. And anytime it, that happens, I'm fucking so. It's happy. such a, it's such a weird like nihilist ending because it's like these characters could save the world, and they go, nah, fuck it. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> ooh, okay, okay, that's how we're doing this. Okay, we're. Uh, yeah, it's very nihilist, which is weird because, like, b- up until that point, you're like, I mean, really? It- it's it's like a g- goofy, fun-hearted horror movie that, like, I mean, it the f- it-, it really pumps down on the gas towards the last third of that film, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, and so, the yeah, the that mug turns- that turns into a bong that he then turns into a weapon, hilarious! Yeah. Like it's Inspector I- Gadget, man. <laughs> Yeah. Do 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 Inspector Gadget. 
Did you? Okay. I, I just to age myself. We used to come home for lunch in elementary school, and there was a little, uh, like AM/FM radio tube TV that had an antenna on it that was black and white, and I think the screen size was like four inches or something. That was like an underbound in the kitchen, and we would come home for school. Uh, for lunch and eat like grilled cheese or something and watch Care Bears and Inspector Gadget at lunchtime. And I still remember that being like so amazing coming home and watching Care Bears and Inspector Gadget and going back to school. No, man, dude, my my dad worked for fucking American Greetings for a long time when I was a kid and uh, they made Care Bears. That was like their thing. Oh, like, nice. They were the card company that... And then they they laid him off and a bunch of other people, and oh. he, he was never approved of them again. Your horror <laughs> story of Care Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Care Bears. <laughs> I why do I think maybe Care Bears had something to do with that? Maybe they didn't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking fuck know. you, Care Bears. <laughs> fuck you. I know that they. Yeah, they. I don't know. You ever wonder like how things get associated with memories back in your head, and you're like. I think this is this, and you're not completely sure. So, um, do your fact checks, man. Care Bear stare. Sorry, I mean Care Bear stare. With dude, I saw some picture on like on Discord like a couple weeks ago, and it was a girl like with her like no pants on, like spreading her butt cheeks like you couldn't see it towards a television and there were the teletubbies around the television. What the fuck? <laughs> and the, the teletubbies were like, had this weird look on their face like they were all staring at our asshole. And I'm just like, I I don't Is know. Is that why, why you this... eat at so much ass? Because you got taught at such a young age? <laughs> I don't think, no, no, I don't think so. Are you sure? You could remember that eating wrong ass, too. <laughs> eat, eat, eating ass is something you learn later in life, Josh. Not <laughs> early in life, duh. Duh. Um, I, have to I say, don't know. You're the I, expert. I, think, I am. I am. It's, it was a later thing in life. Um, I have to say that the zombies in this film, that they somehow get, put electrical things on them to make them zombies kind of made me giggle. But I don't know how you like, because they were like dead people that they just put like electrical prods on, prods on them. Yeah. And what they, made like, them come to life? Zombies somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the electricity i guess i don't but the, i don't know how that makes your brain work i don't know that's why like most of the things in this like is so b movie because it's like you have like, to uh, set your disbelief aside and then just go yeah. along for the ride and they they yeah. test that several times and test it again <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah. i mean the zombies that they they electrocute to get like you know out they have the clowns that are just evil clowns. I think that the uh, the the pig heads with the chainsaws were probably my favorites. But I keep wondering. I look at back at the uh, and I, the uh, the character that was dressed up like the 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 slasher patient person that killed the character's mom. He looked like a predator mask, like with like just painted red or something like that, with all the. I don't know. It had a weird shape to it that I was wondering. I was like, is that a predator mask that they just slightly modified to make it like a, a killer mask that ended up being his sister was in it the whole time? But I feel like that whole beginning scene, as fast as it was, was really like, you know, a perfect packet. You know, it's almost too easy and too, but it was it was perfect. It shows how he has the love for horror movies because he spent it 
spent a lot of time with his mom and she was a big influence on him for, you know, just loving the craft for what it was. Then she yeah. gets murdered in his kitchen by a fucking guy in a, a, a stab mask, essentially. Stab eight mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, so. It's some, it looked like, a, like, because that was the same mask his sister was wearing later on, right? And it looked like the predator mask to me, like painted red, yeah. but like modified. I'm just um, saying it was kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very f- fancy. Like it, it was that whole fucking like, like thing also where it is just a, which is the common thing with fucking slashers in the last decade. Not all slashers, but just a mask and a black hoodie. It's like that's like every slasher nowadays that like isn't like the big ones. Like any new slasher that gets introduced in something is a black hoodie. And a fucking mask. It's very like even Hellfest was like that. There's a yep. lot of things that are like that, and it just feels Scream like did so well, and it's it's become what I don't know. Like if you're going to uh, go in a direction, it I think what was successful right before it has such heavy influence on everyone that is potentially creating. You can look back at like the movies that are made each decade and see what. Uh, what movies were very successful or what was potentially going on in that, like, you know, person's uh, city at that time that might have influenced them a little harder and that type of stuff. Scream has been, like, mm-hmm. one of the only influential, like, stabby, stabby movies uh, that has been, like, super successful in the last, like, decade. So, of course, it's going to be the yeah. number one influence on a lot of the, like, look and feel of the things that come after it. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there haven't, I mean, like, Ghostface is, like, literally the last big horror icon that's, like, a slasher, right? Like, that has been developed and, like, I mean, people like you and I have things like Art the Clown that's fucking cool and Victor Crowley's cool. But, like, talking about mainstream, like, on the levels mainstream, of, like, Freddy Krueger yeah. and, and Jason Voorhees and shit like that, you don't have stuff like that that comes out that, like, slasher-wise. Like, everything's a little more independent. I think that you could probably point and say the last, like, main villain like that that's gotten a lot of, like, sustained, like, attention is Jigsaw, right? And Jigsaw and, and, and him and, and even the, the, the puppet, which carries over to... This, this movie film and, yep. and their own their their generic jigsaw which was man that fucking that 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 guy who worked at the blood fest who gets the girlfriend to get put her hands in the saw traps and i'm like oh you son of a bitch <laughs> and then he keeps coming up uh i i thought that was a kind of interesting twist i do like how ned got aka krill got to go bang the 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 hot girl from uh uh what's her name uh uh, topless, top, topless topless lady number, number four. four yeah topless yeah topless girl Ashley, number four I think. <laughs> no she was just topless girls number four <laughs> right 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 she he, the director was going to do a rom-com next and and she was going to be the rom she was going to be the rom josh um i like that I, I like the pigs like i said the pigs the pig masks with the chainsaws that just start those masks were all dope. these people up. yeah they're very like uh they look like they took like dead mouse mouses and turned them to pigs or something like that, and then like just gave them ch- chainsaws. And it's like that's very uh, what's his name, Mister Piggy or something. There's a Batman villain that reminded me of. Uh, also, the the pigheads in, in the Manhunt game from back in the day. They all kind of reminded me of that. 
Um, I they do they man I do love it's very like the the horror rules are what they're these guys are using to survive in the thing and even with the horror rules these idiots get like separated and fucked up and dead because they don't follow their own horror rules right i think that's why Um, like especially when they go to the vampire scene i was like this is very reminiscent of trick-or-treat and the werewolf scene yeah like they're yeah exactly yeah so i think that's another uh reason why it reminded me so much of (laughs) trick-or-treat I do love how like oblivious Krill is. He's sitting there and he's like, you know, I just, I just met you. And she's like, she's all sad because he's a virgin. Yeah. And then she's like, I, I don't know if she wanted to eat him. And then like, that's why she felt, she's like, I, I want some virgin blood. And he's like, well, I'm not a virgin anymore. <laughs> like in the, like yeah. the couple hours of like, at least Krill got some pussy before he died. He got to go out like a, I mean, a rock star, and cons, like a rock star. Yes, exactly. A rock star. Hey, now you're a rock star. <laughs> oh yeah, that song um, was in this too, wasn't it? I don't fucking. Yeah, know it was. Did, was it? Yeah, it was. They used Smash Man. Mouth in this for like a half a second. Man, I'm looking at the love interest's name. Her name is Sychel Gabriel. Oh, wait, her name's very interesting, but she is like, I look at back at her fucking like her like imdb thing and she's done a lot man she was she was on the legend of Korra, which is like the spinoff of uh the spinoff of uh avatar and and she was in the last airbender oh god and ash that i was just looking through that uh the the topless girl number four is in nothing (laughs) but anime and stuff like she lends her voice essentially she's, she's just a voice actor yeah. yeah i mean i i have to say i really dug the uh the the director guy of the 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 film and how hammy he played it up as this like evil dude the even douche. though he wasn't even like the main character but he was going to take like all the credit because obviously you figure out later on that they're uh what's his name uh dax's father is like yeah orchestra his whole revenge plan against horror was to get like horror shut down because horror killed uh, like his wife yeah horror killed his wife so he was gonna kill horror and then he kills how many hundreds of people to because of this and you're just like jesus christ man (laughs) um i think that i the father angle, I, I, it makes sense in context of this goofy story. It just, I don't know how well they they pulled that part of it off. Um, I actually probably think I would have convinced, like, it makes sense, but like, I like the just the evil guy wanting to make his his real life horror movie kind of thing better than the the father who's deranged because well, his, it ties his wife- in. That's what I was saying. Like the beginning, uh, it it gives so much context to the end. Yeah. And it's almost too yeah. wrapped up in a bo- with a bow on yeah. it for it to be that much of a driving force for the rest of the the movie type thing. But like, it does wrap itself up in a nice bow and give a lot of uh, context to why these characters. But you know, yeah, he's still fucking. Why mental. the father hates horror? Why the son hates horror? I mean, loves horror. Yeah. Why the sister doesn't give a fuck? She was also a weird character too, because like. She she's the one like oh Bloodfest is gonna suck mm-hmm. and she's the one like out there actually killing people and she's like only three people survived this whole fucking you know uh, shit show and it's her and then uh, Dax and and Sam the the love interest um 
and you're like, damn, you know who, who Sam actually kind of reminds me of? He, she reminds me of uh, CM Punk's wife, who's named AJ Mendez, I think, or something like that. That's who she kind of oh. looked like to so, me. So the guy with uh. the top hat that is at Bloodfest, you know, the main mm-hmm. guy, he's the writer-director of the movie, and I... Um, Oh, that's why he, he, he his his hokiness was so perfect because he knew what like the tone he was setting for everything else, yep. right? So that, that, that makes, explains yep, for sure. a lot. It's funny watching like Jacob but Batalon, who's Ned in the Spider-Man movies and Krill in this film, like the man has lost a ton of weight. You look at his IMDB picture and you can tell how much weight he's lost since even like doing this. He was like his his heavy days back when he did this. Um I, I did like uh, I like the vampire scene a lot with the 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 you said it, that that was I was trying to figure out what it was reminding me of and that the trick or treat scene like around the campfire and everything is a pretty good one to point to. Um, I don't know I like what else like what else could you have added like because you have the whole hotel the 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 whole high school scene which is like dedicated directly to the are like the Arbor Day f- films in this universe. Um, I don't know what else they could have added, which like, I don't think it needed it. Like it was a, maybe it making it, you know, they did do the, the classic trope of like, Oh, um, like Detroit rock city. The whole thing is they had tickets, then they got taken away. And then it's, it's the, the, how they're going to get there. They could have made that a little bit longer, more Detroit rock city, like showing just how much they want. It was a little easy for him to, uh, you know, correct that or get in and it does add a little bit more to that director he's like oh why the fuck am i helping this dork get into Bloodfest?" and yeah. she's like he's a friend well, and that was it like if they made a, yeah they spent a little more time on that problem then they couldn't have been as much time spent on the different levels that they went through and it, it was more about uh highlighting the the different like horror tropey characters and having like, yeah. you know, a spotlight on them. But yeah, they don't really go into how he knows topless girl. Number four, like he just knows her, right? It's just yeah. like, how do you know topless girl? Number four. Oh, it seems like he, he knows her, but he doesn't really like, cause he, he doesn't like the movie she's in where she's plays topless girl number four because he shits all over the douche, the douchey uh, like hipster director who's making horror because i for some reason like they don't really go into that it's just like he doesn't even seem like he likes movies but i don't know uh yeah i think man I, this movie's fun it's just like you can't like we're kind of talking about some things that you can't really sit there and go overthink this film right it's no it's not a, but that's where they get away with it because of the comedy aspect of it right yeah yeah i wonder though i always wonder with movies like this like are are these people badly acting on purpose or are they like that's like they're just not good actors i i do wonder and I, with the tone of this movie i wouldn't be surprised if people were hamming it up on purpose right and you talked about the the when the hammiest guys in this whole film is the fucking like the director as like as the carnival dude and uh who I, I like I said I liked him better in this at, than the father like he he like he seemed like a cooler character to me than you know everything like than uh, the father basically the father Actually, was just like I guess it kind of reminded me of Cabin in the Woods too when they go upstairs and they got that whole control room thing that was totally yeah. like Cabin in the Woods feel vibes right. 
Yeah, they're while the guy's making the film and putting it together. Yeah, yeah. it's very much like that. Um, but I, I again, this was fun. It was a good. It, this is on Amazon Prime, so like it's something you go chuck on and just like watch and like you want to see. There, it seemed like a lot of practical effects. There were some CG. Yeah, especially like some good some the, not so good but hey yeah. whatever with the chainsaw kills yeah. specifically yeah, i was just gonna bring that um, up yeah yeah and they yeah they do some they have a lot of just like like kind of like deaths in this film that just feel like low budget horror films right like with the the generic neck slashes and stuff like yeah. that that look look all right uh but not great uh, the zombies all look, the zombies look good. The clowns all look good. The clowns look, remind me a lot of the clown, like the clown, the zombie clown from Zombieland, right? Yes. Like the big guy at the end of that film. Um, the vampires, the vampires look like they were should should have been from that Blood Rain movie that old bull bull did, uh, where it was like the PlayStation games that they turned into. <laughs> totally. But uh, that yeah. added to the whole aspect of me feeling like this was like a video game even more too. Yeah. yeah, you know it's funny. As you said it, you were talking, and I'm like, this movie did kind of feel like a video game. And then you went and said it. And I'm like, yep, Josh went to the same place that it, my brain had taken with that. <laughs> like it, it feel it has that video game vibe, right? It's it's very much like you know a game. It really, really does kind of remind me of like Dead Rising, yes. like where you're in the mall yes. and like and all the zombies and all the shit. It's very much like that feeling, like that kind of game. Which I still remember buying with my Xbox 360, like when I was like, fucking like in college or whatever, and uh, like that game had the weirdest shit because that was like when they were still transitioning to like from four by three TVs to widescreen, and like that game had the like the smallest text in the world where you're like, what I can't read it because like it was. That's when I was like at my height of loving zombies too, and that game came out yeah. too close to left for dead which was a way superior game and it had it it was fun to play with friends you could not fucking play it by yourself you're just dead instantly but if you had one friend (laughs) you could play like through the whole thing and it was so fun and the one aspect that got me really into dead rising was the fact that you could like make your own weapons and like have fun with like a chainsaw on a mop head or some shit and it got boring yeah. instantly. It was just hordes and stupid, and like it, it was a boring, instant, yeah. instantly boring game. And then, and then all the stupid humans and shit like that. I I enjoyed the first one and the second one. I actually bought all of them on Steam at some point and tried to play like the fourth one or third one or something like that. And I was like, this is interesting, but yeah, they Left got a little Dead's too way better. Yeah, well, which they Left 4 Dead so popular that they just tried to remake it and it didn't go very well. They did Left 4 Dead one and two, and then Back for Blood came out last year, and everyone's like, "I'm gonna go play Left 4 Do- Dead two instead." Yes, and, yes, Left 4 Dead yeah. two was the fucking best. Yeah, played a bunch of that shit back in the day, man. It's all those old Steam games that are still like, like such a thing. I was seeing videos on Twitter today of like CS:GO tournaments and shit still nice. going and like all these years later you know um i, I yeah i had fun with this like it, this movie was not like at all a a a, ta- a chore it was like what like about 90 minutes also yeah it um, it's perfect in our wheelhouse of like yeah it, it's a it's a nice light snack yeah yeah 
it's a light, nice, light, like love of horror kind of thing that just does goofy things with horror conventions and stuff like that. It's just like and a bunch of Philadelphia cream cheese on a bagel. <laughs> there's, it's funny because the they have more like this underneath, and Hellfest is one of them, which we I said mentioned earlier, and then like the one that I've wanted to watch and never actually ended up watching is uh, you might be the the killer, which I looks interesting to me. But it also made me think, Josh, and I think I know what we should watch next week. Um, one of the things right before you you like went on your hi- hiatus was Final Girls. Oh, right. Final yeah. Girl, which we never watched. And I'm thinking that we should do that next week. And it kind of goes in spirit with this film, right? Like it's very like in that wheelhouse, it looks like. It's such but, a fun movie. I would love to watch that again. It, it... Yeah, let's do it. I've never seen it. it Oh, so it's on really? my list, right? Have you yeah, ever, ever seen, seen it? Uh, the Last Action Hero. Yeah, yeah, it, I love Last Action Hero. That was like one of the main movies when I was a kid that made me. Again, it's it's showing a love for filmmaking, and yep. Final Girls is the exact same thing, but with horror. And it's yeah, oh, it's definitely in the wheelhouse of where our heads are at right now. And I think that's why those movies specifically, I end up like. Uh, narrowing my like love focus towards because yeah. of that very reason. I, Last Action Hero why, is I mean, why I love movies. I mean, much. <laughs> you really, really liked. Uh, we both really liked One Cut of the Dead, and that's just yes. such a love of of like that is that is a love of punk rock filmmaking. Yes. That film, like, and I think last year I finally went back and it's been a while since I watched Last Action Hero, and that movie got shit on a lot when it came out, Whatever. and like, I don't think. I think as a kid, I'm like, I don't know about this. And like, you know, maybe because you're a stupid kid at that point. But I watched it last year and I'm like, holy shit, this movie's fucking genius. It really is. If you haven't seen Last Action Hero or haven't seen it in a long time, give it a chance and go watch it again. That fucking Arnold's the best in that film and everything about it. And it's just. Which one? Yeah, Last it's, Action it's, Hero? Last Action Hero, yeah. What? It's, it's, it's so lovely. good. Oh my God. I'm it's saying so it's good. lovely. But it I'm doesn't. It's great. The misogynistic uh, aspect of it does not hold the test of time, though. Like, oh, no. holy fuck, is the, it like? It sh- yeah. It's, it's it sheds a light on just how women were treated back then, and it's like, holy yeah. fuck, was that you could get away with well, saying dude, that shit? Holy shit. There's so much that you go. We talk about it, like you mentioned it earlier, cancel culture. When we were talking about it's always sunny and stuff like, you go back and watch Ace Ventura and that last act. Oh of my the, god, like, that movie that, is that, bad. That, yeah, that that movie is with that. It, with that. Generally, yeah. yeah, that stuff. It holds up. The rest of that film holds up pretty well, For with sure. even with like Jim Carrey being a goofball. But yeah, that. The kind of like transphobic like stuff yeah. at the end is just like you're like now you're like, eh. but you go back, in, dude. You go back. In, it's it's what shit was and it's like it doesn't mean you can't like not appreciate cinema like you go back watch monster squad from the 80s they're like calling kids f-bombs and stuff like that and like fat like you know doing shit that you can't do anymore you go back dude porkies and revenge of the nerds and shit like those those films Porkies is so bad yeah misogynistic like rape of the, the, they're the just rapey. raping yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like and like oh ho, ho, he's raping someone hoo, hoo, hoo. it's like Oh, like in the world we live in now, you're like, yeah, you're like, uh, I don't even know how Porky's was ever. And that's a Canadian movie, too. It's that's yeah, that's a messed up movie, man. I tried. I hadn't seen it yet. And I had heard that. Oh, it's a Canadian classic. And it's so funny. I was so uncomfortable. I turned it off. I didn't even finish it. I don't know. I was like, I don't. This isn't like 
entertaining. This is just like very, it's like, hey guys, let's get together and jerk off next to each other for no reason. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it just, no it, thanks. it does, it doesn't have, hold up in the world of like everything that we're in now. And it's, it's funny because you even you go back to like, hor- like you start looking at like comedies in like the 2000s and like things like horrible bosses where they're like, that like Jennifer Aniston's the one who is like the the sexist like right. like rapey person for like to like sh- come around f- full circle all those years so but man yeah it's cinema's changed man it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah we uh we've learned and grown a lot and the problem is that comedy is the ones kind of always poking like pushing those boundaries at the time and so those boundaries don't always hold up very well so no. Josh, I uh, I do. I'm glad you picked Blood Vest. It was it, the the I knew nothing about it starting up the film. Like I didn't even start. Like I I didn't even watch a trailer. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just putting this on. I I searched for Blood Fest on my Apple TV and it came up and I'm like, cool, okay, yeah. I like this this I can definitely get down with. Uh, the only context I had was that it was somehow, you know, yeah, affiliated with the last movie we watched, and that is an easy little slide for us to go down especially because like you know i think we had lists i think we uh, we might have to do a little bit of homework and get some lists maybe uh closer to like october as well for sure maybe in the summertime we can work on going into a different direction but i love how easy breezy we've been because it's just it's it's whatever right it is what it is and we're still watching fun fucking films and getting to talk about it so hey there's anything more it's fuck yeah exactly i mean we that's what i really love about the show is because we sit there and get to like we're both flexible with what we're gonna do like we haven't had as much indie stuff because we've been i mean well this is kind of we haven't had as much we haven't had as much foreign stuff because of how like everything's been and that makes sense and i think a lot of that has to do with like we hit like when you were gone for a little while it's just like things shifted yeah. And it's okay. The show grows and changes a little bit and but still gonna hit up stuff and we still got but we're still gonna go back and do some of those French heavy movies. Handed like with uh all the bests. It's like, no no no. Yeah. You haven't seen the best? Let's watch the yeah. best. And I feel like uh, of the like the major uh foreign horror films that should be watched, I feel like we have watched them now, which is awesome and I feel really yeah. glad that I I, th- I got to. I mean, we need to do. Uh, we, there's some more Japanese stuff I want to dive into, and I the stuff like let the right one in. I think we should do at some point because I, I haven't watched to. that in, in some years. We talk so about it all the, the time too. So yeah, yeah, I love that fucking movie. Though, oh, that so. was um, I saw it at this theater that no longer exists. Like it was uh, an yeah. an old old theater in Calgary, and I saw it there, and that was the last film I saw there. So it like it it holds yeah. this like more nostalgic kick to me as well because yeah. it's like this uh I, I miss it man it was like your last it was like the last uh the last cinema or the last yeah. uh marquee that we watched yeah the last with that film yeah that was good. so good that's another one yeah and that movie okay. theater no longer exists oh i i have to go get ready and watch harry potter and the so what is, the, is that like the, a thing you guys are doing every week now until it's over type thing or? So we've been, uh, Alamo did a thing to celebrate 25 years of Harry Potter and they're doing, uh, 
um, or 20 years, I should say. And so every, like they did the first two on Saturday mornings cause they were PG, you know, like right. horror, I mean, not horror, but PG <laughs> movies. And then they, they've done like this week and last week they did the three and four on Sunday nights. And then the, the last four of them or whatever, my wife and I are like, though, they're like, Man, the people that are taking their kids to these movies are like give zero fucks about the movie experience, and it makes us both want to scream. Oh, so we keep going. No. And do, do we want to get? Dude, I had to, I had to tattle on people like six times during uh, the Chamber of Secrets because they're like opening up their phones and shit like that. I hate people. Oh, you suck, guys. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but, but Josh, I love you, and so we're doing Final Girls next week. I'm the, excited. I love that movie. The Final Girls. I've never seen it, and it's been on my list for a long time. And yeah, I actually, it's funny. I almost watched it one day, and then I it was on Hulu, and I thought Hulu had edited it because it was like it had Hulu had one of those messages. This film has been edited for whatever you know, like the for format and content. And I'm like, I'm not watching this because no I didn't way. realize it was PG-13. Yeah. So, but Josh, I love you. It's a shorter one, but it was good. So. It's always good with you. That sounded sexy. It's always good with you, Josh. He's talking oh. about eating my ass again, isn't he? Damn it. I am. I am. It's sexy. So, But I love you, Josh. All right. And I will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bleh.